Good morning. It is another fine Saturday morning here on the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Shaps. And we have a very special guest today. I'm really excited. It's our second guest. Not a girl this time. Sorry, guys. Ha! But, finally. <laughs> uh, this is my good friend, Matt, if you want to introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? It's Matt. That's right. It is Matt. It All is, right. in fact, Matt. I did just right. say that. All right. Moving on. It's Matt. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So, Matt, we've been friends for, what, three years now? Coming up on three? Yeah, it's like almost three. I want to kind of go into detail about how we met. It was, um, we met at a group church event for, like, young adults to meet and hang out. I actually, you know, you're not, like, you're not soft-spoken or anything, but I will say, like, I had a hard time getting a read on you where I was like, are we friends? Or are we not friends? Because, like, uh, you, you do open up as time goes on. But at first, I was like, man, I don't know if he actually likes me or not. I was having trouble. What, do you, what, what makes you think I still do? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no, yeah, it just takes me a while to, like, read the room and just see, like, how should I react? Yeah, see, I invited you to my Halloween party. And I was like, I sent you the invite. And then I was like, I don't know if he's going to come. He didn't like say yes or no. And then I just get a knock on the door. I'm all dressed up in costume. And he just like showed up. I was like, oh, cool. He likes me. What was he, what was he dressed as? <laughs> he wasn't. He was dressed as himself. It was phenomenal. <laughs> okay, but can we also talk about the other Halloween party where I won. That's right. So I don't know if y'all remember a few episodes back when we talked about how this random guy showed up. He bought a Party City outfit and won the costume contest. That was Matt. <laughs> it wasn't even an outfit. It was like two items. Yeah, he bought like two items. He bought a cape, a hat, and some kind of sign to hold up. And then he won. And I was shocked. Was it like a topical win or was it just like obscurity win? Uh, no, he got... He, we all Everyone had to put their votes in a bucket. And he just like... Well, I'm also saying, like, did the, was the character topical? Is that why he won? Or was it just so obscure that people were like, yeah, that's more memorable. I think it was obscure. Else, yeah. It had to be because the show, it, he did the Loki variant, and the show had, like, just come out. Oh, I see. And so that's probably what it was. Um, yeah, sure. so, like, that opened up a whole new world where it's like, you just wear anything. You just be like, oh, what's oh, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just a variant. whatever variant. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's how we, we've been friends for a while. And then, like, after my last breakup, uh, we, we started talking more. And then we started kind of doing church events together and small groups. We kind of started co-leading a bunch of those together. So uh, we've been we've been pretty close for a while now. I'm pretty happy with how things have been. But uh, you've been asking to get on here for a while. And I was like, eh, I don't feel it. But then you brought up a really good, interesting topic. That was like, cool. You know, I think you'd be good to speak into that. But how are you doing today, Shaps? How have you been? Yeah, uh, I'm there. I'm here. Yeah. I'm everywhere. So anything going on crazy in your personal life you want to talk about or share with the class? My personal life yeah. is my personal business, Caleb. Oh, shoot. All 20 subscribers are like, oh, no, I want to hear this. <laughs> but you're very you're much... 20 now? You're Tw actually 22, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're very much a part of my personal life, so I'm okay with sharing with you. Oh, thank you. Anything? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Well, I, I got a I got a quick story. So um, I'm on online dating, and I had this uh, profile that I matched with, and we kind of started talking. And okay, so when I talk over text or whatever, I try to put in decent like questions so I can get some kind of response back and just kind of gauge how they are in conversation to see if we're like a good fit. Yeah. Well, I, I sent this really nice detailed paragraph, and all I got was like a real quick one sentence like response, and I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. Mm -hmm. So then I, I was like, okay, let me try something else, and I saw she had tattoos in her profile, so I was like, hey, how many tattoos do you have? And then she's like, she just types back 11, and then waited a second, and she types in, no, I'm not going to tell you about all of them. I was like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like, okay, fine, never mind. So I just <laughs> I just left the chat alone, and 
30 minutes later, I think she realized she was being like super kind of rude. And so then she texted, she put in the little thing like, um, uh, oh, but uh, thank you for asking, smiley face. This was half an hour after the fact. I was like, she kind of knew, I think she knew she was being rude. Yeah. I still was like, I'm good, bro. Like, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, you, you can be rude right out the gate, you know? Um, Could be your sense of humor. I don't think so because nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't laughing, and I think she realized, no, wait. And then I, I still left it alone, and then she deleted the chat. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> so, wow. anyway. Some are just like that. Yeah, I mean, hey, whatever. Um, well, man, like, geez. Bad date, online dating stories, yeah. I've got, I've got a handful of them myself, Yeah, you know, actually. I've had several relationships out of online dating, but nothing's ever sticked. You know, mm-hmm. we dated for like a month or two weeks or... Three months, that's the longest one I've gotten off online dating, which isn't terrible, but like still, it just wasn't... I've never gone that far, but it's more like, like, I've talked to a bunch of girls on there, but like, it will end for the most obscure reasons, uh-huh. or no reason at all. And it's so, it's so weird, because like, there would be like an instant connection, or there would be things that we have in common, and then like, two days in, you're like, hey, are we still, you still interested? And then like, two days later, they respond, yeah, just busy. And then, like, it never happens. Like, nothing ever happens. And Matt, what do you think? If they say busy, is that, like, a bad sign? Like, they're losing interest? Yeah, so, like, my rule is if they come up with an excuse with no alternative, then just abandon it. Sure. Okay. Now, is that... What's that based on? Like, did you have any specific incidents? Um, my... Well, I don't know. This might sound kind of rude, I guess. But, I mean... I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm no Andrew Tate here. But... <laughs> But I'm just going to say, there's a lot of other girls on online dating, so don't just focus on one, just move on to the next. I agree, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. The the online dating is supposed to just broaden the pool of, like, people that you're trying to talk to. Yeah. It makes it easier. And another thing that online dating makes easy is, like, you don't have to worry about do they like me or not like me. If y'all match, that means y'all both, like, like each other, and you know you're on there for the sole purpose of trying to get to know each other better for dating. The only thing I'm doing when I'm swiping left or right is, like, are they pretty and are they close by? Because if it's, like, San Francisco, I'm good. You know, I'm not not swiping right on that. Um, But what I'll do is the mask, like, good-looking, good-looking, she's close, good-looking. And then if we match, then I'll start doing the things. All sorts of stuff can happen where they either had a better conversation with someone else or maybe they just decided, like, I don't want to do online. Did you have something you wanted to say, Matt? Um, well, first I wanted to ask, like, so Caleb, you said you're on Tinder. Uh, Shouts, what are you on? Um, I've done, like, I've done Bumble, I've done Tinder, I've done uh, eHarmony, that's about okay. it. Um, so my personal favorite is Hinge. I'll tell y'all about that later, but uh, this is me. I'm also bad at, like, I'm just lazy with it, so yeah, I'll sure. always forget to respond, and I'll have, like, a lot of dead conversations, but that's yeah. all my fault. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't take it so personally. It'd be nice for a courtesy thing. I think online dating, there's a little bit of leeway when it comes to, I'm putting this in air quotes, ghosting. I do. I really do, because you're just, you're talking to so many people, you get so many matches, you know, it's just like, you're not, you're not going to always keep up with all of them, you're not always going to give everyone the courtesy. And then, yeah. and, and, especially, like, for me, like, my life got busy last month when I just bought a house, and I've been dealing with moving and all that, so I just, like, all my conversations, like, died just because my life's been busy. Yeah, I, I, I really wouldn't take it so personally. And I, like I said, I do think there's a little bit of leeway for ghosting on online dating. And, and now, if you met him in person, you're texting. That's kind of rude. You know yeah, no, that's the only time I'm against ghosting. It's like you've actually ever met up. Or yeah, called. y'all know each other or something like that beforehand. Yeah, if you met up with them and had a talk, uh, Matt, can we talk about your last relationship that you were kind of thought was going somewhere? Uh, sure. Yeah, if you don't mind. I was talking to this one girl, 
and we're only the St. Joe's for a couple of weeks. And then normally I'm always like on the page of like, you know, being clear about tensions to find relationships, stuff like that. But it's only like a week and she's like, Hey, it was nice knowing you, but I don't know where, I don't know cooler, cooler this is going. Uh, it was nice knowing you. I was like, it's been like a week. Like yeah. give me some time to evaluate. And you were about to talk to her about that stuff. Yeah, too. no, like I, it was like on a Thursday or something. I wanted to like meet up with her on the weekend just to talk about that. But. Yeah. And then she just like jumped the gun. That is what I consider rude and the rude kind of ghosting. Or she didn't ghost. Like she sent like a courtesy, hey, I don't know where this is going. But like the the fact that she like just jumped the gun or was just like, hey, I'm done. Like that that's rude. That's when at a point where y'all met up several times, y'all are kind of thinking you're on the same page. And then she just kind of just withdraws super hard and uses a generic excuse. I think that's rude. But, like, you know, if y'all had just been talking for barely a day or even a couple days but never met up, you know what I'm saying? I I think there's some leeway when it comes to ghosting. You might disagree. I just, I would encourage you not to take it, like, super, like, personal. Like, oh, man, what's wrong with me? Or do I, you know, what, whatever, you know, honestly, or something wrong with them. I think when it comes, because online dating just opens up a big, like, mass. Like, you're just talking to a bunch of people and whatnot. Especially on the girls' side. The girls have it a lot easier when it comes to online dating, I think, because... They get so many people trying to message them. You know, it just it just happens. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I wouldn't get too discouraged by it. I, I, in my personal opinion, there's leeway to ghosting. There's leeway to just dropping a conversation when y'all haven't done anything yet, like met up or whatever. You, if you were just exchanging texts over the app, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with, hey, they either lost interest or they, they connected, they feel like with someone else more, or life happens and then yeah, they just didn't get into it. That's why I also, like... This is my own personal rule. Just because that one thought, like, okay, she's also probably simultaneously texting other people. Yeah. Once you get, like, say, like, 10 messages or, like, 10 back and forth combined messages, that's when, like, I immediately, like, ask out, like, okay, to the date. Yeah. And then from there, then you can kind of see where where it goes. Okay, so you would say, like, if the conversation's going for a little bit, you would go ahead and just ask for... Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the women I matched with and talked to, like, they're not even, well, at least the ones that worked well for me they're uh they also say like yeah i'm not looking for like a long-term pen pal like they want to actually meet up okay so what's your approach on like asking online dating someone you've never met before you just started messaging do you just say hey you want to go get coffee like how do you do that well i don't start that out like i start like just general conversation starters like based on something on their profile no no i got that but when you're talking about you say 10 messages in you're already ready to ask for a date let's get to that part so how would you go about that someone you've never met i mean i feel like because i'm not great at texting i don't really like texting Mm -hmm. so either say like ask for like a video call okay just like any either a video call or in person just so i can actually like okay i've only seen like your 2d photos but like or actually like have an in-person conversation okay to know, to okay. know you more. I didn't even think about that. Cause I, this is, uh, I usually do this with people I meet in person. Is like I want to text for a couple days to see how we are over text to see does it already go stale after three days. We have no like our personalities are just on different wavelengths. That's what I try to go for. But you would you would actually say let's go ahead and get to the meetup or FaceTime or. I something. mean, if it's going pretty consistently, like you're not messaging like once or twice a day. Right. And it's like, you know, you can kind of judge it. Okay. Cool. I know it's different for everybody. Do you have any other thoughts, Shaps? No. I'm not trying to sound like I'm an expert or anything because I'm definitely not because I'm not married yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if y'all could see his hinge profile, it's kind of crazy. He gets all these matches and stuff. I was like, bro, if you would actually just respond to some of these people, like you'd be hey, married. Hey, I told you. I said I get lazy. I yeah. <laughs> you'd be married by now if you would just message some of these girls back. I have bro. like a couple of dozen of <laughs> likes and a queue on hinge. So yeah, like... bro. <laughs> I've well, been too lazy to go through it. <laughs> sorry for that uh, 15 or so minutes rants on online dating. Um, I was just trying to share like a quick story I had, but it kind of went uh, 
pretty good. That's good. I like it when it opens up to something cool. Guys, we got a great show for you today. We got the new Coke Move that I'm really excited to drink on the air. We're not going to drink that yet. I just want to... Oh, man. This is a topic that comes up on our show a lot, but the design of the can just always gets me. What do you think, Shaps? Don't you have one over there? I do. You have to look I don't at know mine. why I'm looking at yours. You have to look at mine from across the booth. Uh... <laughs> Well, you know what? I like describing them as I as I discover them. I haven't really looked at this very much. So the can is 50-50 pink and white. Uh, the lettering is like, you know, it's classic Coke white. And then there's like black outlines on the other white side. You know, it's weird because like, I, I guess this is um, Easter colors technically, but it looks more like Valentine-ish to me. I was going to say like this came out after Valentine's Day and it's like super Valentine's There's a colors. lot of pink and red. Pink, and yeah. Which is fine, um, but I'm just a little confused by like the actual des- like the timing of the design. Yeah, I think exactly. it looks nice. No, I mean, absolutely. It's yeah. a, the this is the first time I've actually been happy with the colors because like y- y'all know with Starry, I was like, oh my god, this is oh, horrible. Like, yeah, actual <laughs> toxic waste can. Yeah, like yeah. this looks actually appealing to the eyes. So yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not judgmental over it. I'm not uh, offended over it. By like it's telling me sketch. doodles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's telling me to move. I yeah, like and then like it says right here, and then nice pencil sketch. Recycle me. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I've been really stuck on what's that Rosalia? I don't know what to say. Ro- I yeah. thought it said Rose, but I can't be. No, either. it's Rosalia Creations. Okay. And actually, underneath that, it says transformation flavored. I'm like, oh no, I'm not excited about this. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so what does it mean to move? Why is it Coke move? Well, I'm trying to find that. It says, new drink is best described as having a Coke flavor, but bolder. That doesn't help. And bolder as in, like, what a bold new flavor. Not bolder in the fact that, like, it's a big old rock. (laughs) You know, just (laughs) let me... Not that kind of bolder, but... Good good one. I can't find any... I can't find any, like, good description on it. Let me see... I thought you said you had the, like there was a story or something. There was. So here it is. Introducing Coca-Cola Move from Coke Creations. Let me find this. And then, of course, all these except my cookies. I think this is about half the sugar from last time or maybe about the same. No, it's trying to get me to put in and watch videos. Co-created with Rosalia, one of the most daring artists in music today. Okay, so it's, a, it's based on a singer. Okay. Coca-Cola Move is a celebration of transformation. Taste the transformation. Available now. What do we I, taste a, that high fructose corn syrup? That's right. You know, this is actually lower calories than the Pepsi Peeps. It's only 90 calories, and it's the small can, whereas opposed to the Pepsi, it was 100 calories per can. So in theory, this and this less. is just a working theory, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but this is in theory better for you. So, Or did they just literally grind an entire Peep into their can? <laughs> just shove it in there and hope it dissolves. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who Rosalia is. I apologize, viewers. What are we, what are we transforming into? I'm kind of scared. Now. We're gonna find out when we take a sip of this, but let's 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 wait on that. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, I wanted to talk mainly about this brand new fantastic creation that is life changing. I'll mm-hmm. tell you why in just a second. But let's talk after about a word from our sponsor. Yeah, after a word from our sponsor, Coca Cola <laughs> Moves <laughs> by Rosalia Creations. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. Um, no, okay. Chat GPT. Maybe you haven't heard of it. If you haven't, it is life changing. If you're in college right now, if you're trying to do some homework at school, Chat GPT is life changing. But Matt, can you please explain why that is? Yeah. So I'm no expert at this, but yeah, I've been really trying to follow the world of AI because it's kind of become part of my job right now. I'm definitely not 
an expert. I've just I'm more doing more of the basic sides of machine learning and AI in my day-to-day -day job. But ChatGPT is amazing and kind of scary. But it's a chatbot that's built on a natural language processing model. And you can just ask it to do anything. Like some people love it more than Google. What does uh, GPT stand for? I have no idea. Oh. You want to you wanna Google that real quick, GPT? <laughs> but I do know it is built by the same company, OpenAI. They're the, they also oh, have yeah. another uh, amazing AI tool called Dolly. And that's the one where you can just type in any phrase or sentence and creates an image based off of that. That one also kind of like shocked the world earlier. So like you see like this all over the place now, like people making like AI art. Well, yes. Yeah, so is that kind of similar to like the mid-journey AIR generator? Yeah, it's basically the same thing, just from a different company. Sure. Lots of different companies have now their own models for that. And where does it all come from? So like, do they all develop like their own chat engines or AI generated engines? Or does it come from a, sort, a certain like uh, source material? Um, I would say they're probably all developing their own. Now, the thing about AI is that you need existing data to build an AI. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean by that? <clears throat> so, so it's kind of like, you don't just code up a program and say like generate pictures. Like it needs, you need a gigabytes or terabytes of data of existing things to where the, the model can learn from. Yeah. So, so it, you can't just say, Hey, make me a picture. I guess you need yeah. to say like, make you me have to, you have to ingest it with like a bunch of existing pictures yeah, so, that are labeled. Yeah. So, and so it knows like what a deer is, what a fish is, yeah. what a car is. So that's be labeled data. If I say, make me a picture of Mario, super Mario bros, uh, fighting a real dragon. I don't know, something weird that, and it can pull from already existing pictures of Mario and already yeah. existing pictures of a dragon Basically, and put it together yeah. and slap it together. Now, does this, is its main, uh, poll, like for all this data, is it from Google or is it from multiple sources on the internet? Uh, that's what I'm not sure of, and that's where there has been some controversy, where a lot of online digital artists believe that their 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 artwork is being used in these models, and they're kind of they're kind of like drawing like these copyright claims or stuff like that. So it's a big can of worms there. You know, I, that's it's funny you say that. I just uh, I was on Mid Journey the other night, and I don't have the phone anymore, unfortunately. But I put in like a whole bunch of uh, random prompts. And like, it was like this, uh, I was like big dude at Comic-Con or something. I just, you know, like whatever, you know, like literally just crap posting. And then it showed like this, I mean, hyper-realistic photo, like actually hyper-realistic photo of this dude at like a real location. I'm telling you, like I can usually tell if it's AI or not. I zoomed in as far as I could. And there was like a couple aberrations, but it had like weird details like people walking around with backpacks on and stuff like, and it looked so freaking real. And obviously, you know, a lot of it was AI paint per se, but it almost looked like it took from a real photo, like on the internet, and just I mean, like put a slight amount of detail on it. It's possible. Generally, the generally where AI is still pretty bad at is uh, human hands. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I've seen yeah, There's like so many like funny. It's specifically like, the human hands and the eyes actually yeah. I cannot get those right. It does uh, faces incredibly well, so that's why you have all this new technology like deep fakes and mm. stuff that. Even Disney is using to make Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian and stuff. Well, yeah, funny enough for that, they actually got a fan to do, uh, to redo it. I don't know if you heard about that. But, um, so, like, a fan redid that scene in Mandalorian. Are you um, talking about Corridor? On the Corridor. So, like, Disney did that one. 
No, no, not Cordo Digital. No, because okay, uh, they did their own version. Because they said they could they did do their own version. But essentially, on the Mandalorian, like the actual show, Disney did that one, but people didn't like it. And then a fan redid it, and then Disney actually hired that fan to redo Luke for Boba Fett show. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Hey, you know, the, the he looked way better in that show than he, he did. did in the Mandalorian. <laughs> There's oh a reason gosh. for that. Yeah, he looked way better. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of it upsets me that like I'm sorry. This is a side note. I, I apologize. It annoys me that you can use a $50 laptop to fix something that a studio dumped millions of dollars into. Because, like, if y'all remember in the the original cut for the Justice League, they CGI'd Henry Cavill's mustache oh, off, yeah. and it looked awful. But then somebody, like, did the same exact effect, where it looked just as awful, but it was only, like, on a $50 laptop. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. I was like, it's crazy to me. Anyway, so that's a little sidebar. So we talk about... AI art and it is a lot of fun because like uh, me and Matt one time were playing D&D and so we took a screenshot of our best moment from the from the campaign or the story and then we plugged it into AI art you know and I was like cool something we actually did in the game was mm-hmm. immortalized right. <laughs> you know oh uh, yeah but uh did you actually find what would you say GPT stood for oh no I didn't uh, find it okay let me see yeah, because um it's it's life changing if this was around uh, okay I'm a lazy guy but like, if I was in college, like, and I had Chat GPT, I probably still would have found ways to be lazy and miss deadlines. But it's really cool how this like tool has really shaped how things go. Do you have any thoughts before we get into? It? Honestly, that just it all kind of worries me because that kind of leads into the territory of like regulation at that point. Right. Like, sooner or later, the government's going to get involved, or the universities are going to get involved, and senates, and are they going to talk about? Because they, they, they put it out for so long, they didn't really think it was ever going to be a thing, I guess. But I, I don't know why it's catching everyone off guard so much. Like, I mean, I do think like there needs to be like some regulation. Yeah. Um, well, one thing is that our government's so full of old people that they have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> um, sorry. But <laughs> on both sides. Sure. Um, Sorry. But yeah, this is what I was thinking about where I'm more scared of AI. And I'm like, I'm not really scared of like AI becoming sentient. Like mm. I'm Those are in the movies, bro. I'm kinda of doubtful of that because yeah. again, like just the way like the models work and neural nets work. Um well, like what I'm scared of is like imagine if you're in a court of law and like you can just fabricate so much fake evidence. Mm-hmm. Like so oh, yeah. Like we talked about like deep fakes. Um now there's like a whole like disruption of like people's lives being ruined by ai generated porn of themselves Mm. um which is scary and also uh voice voice synthesis so uh Mm. it's like hilarious but also scary because there's been like so many like fake joe rogan podcast clips i've been watching between like joe rogan and jordan peterson like talking about their favorite bionicles or whatever dude i didn't even think about that dude no, holy cow! Well, on the, on that topic, <laughs> like it is a, like the voice. Their voices are like flawless. They're not yes. only mimicking the voice; they're mimicking their mannerisms. Yes. Like it's actually learning like what Joe Rogan would do with his voice, you know, as he's talking. The only thing is like it's still pretty recognizable. Like you have to listen a little bit harder now. It's still pretty recognizable. Only like Facebook moms will know the difference at this point. But as we all know, um, AI is just improving like yes day after day because it's going to get to the point where it is flawless unrecognizable so like actually i I think the courts already have like this i think i mean correct me if i'm wrong i believe like um video evidence isn't like uh dead to rights evidence anymore you know as like cut and dry as it was oh yeah you're asking the wrong guy because i'm not a lawyer you know right right (laughs) i'm pretty sure i've heard that before but i could be wrong about that but eventually they're going to have to completely dismiss like 
digital art or dig, um, digital media altogether for yeah. that very reason. Like anything can be doctored at this point. I didn't even think about that, man. That's such a great point to bring mm-hmm. up. Um, okay, GPT, what does it mean? Let's get into oh, what okay. it actually so, is. So uh, according <laughs> to Wikipedia, it stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Okay, that Whatever. was so anticlimactic. Yeah, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> okay, chat can we GPT. Make our own? Can, can we type in chat <laughs> GPT? Make up your own. Yeah, let me name. ask it. What is? What are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hold on. Uh, explain what it is before we read the answer. Uh, what What are you doing right now, Matt? To use chat uh, I'm GPT. I'm typing in to chat GPT to ask what GPT stands for. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you just type in something and then it'll respond back. So people have been using it to like, hey, chat GPT, write me a paper on. Uh, George Washington and the founding of America and then boom it gives you a very good you can even be like I want it to be 10 pages formatted mm-hmm. this way and it'll just do it for you yeah right and it'll give you a well thought out like it, it's crazy guys how easy it is now to just write your paper using chat GPT. yeah now even uh Bing is Microsoft Bing is using it into their own search engine because everyone like everyone makes fun of Bing because it's like not as good as Google right but right. now like Microsoft invested billions into open AI to add chat GPT into Bing. So now it can like search the web and be an AI chatbot at the same time. Mm. So anyway, uh, I got the results and... What'd you ask it? Remind I me. said, what does GPT stand for? Okay. And it says, GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. is a type of neural network architecture that is used for natural language processing tasks such as language translation, text completion, and text summarization. The GPT models are developed by OpenAI and have achieved state-of-the-art results of various NLP benchmarks. NLP means natural language processing. So, it, I mean, something simple like, hey, I have a question for you. And it's like, here, here's the whole thing. Yeah. And it formed it in such a great s- sentence structure. It was easy to read. <laughs> and it was easy to read for, like, the common man in layman's terms. Yeah, you know? I mean, it has come along. That natural language processing is probably one of the most difficult forms of AI because everyone speaks differently, like... Mm. You know, you have, like, southern dialect versus, like, northern dialect or, like, midwestern United States. Remember when, like, Siri first came out and, like, mm. you had to talk and you had to, like, think about how you were going to ask it something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Siri, set timer for... Five. Yeah, like, you're right. We had to, like, really structure it. I remember yeah. that. And talk slow and all this other stuff. But now, like, the they can pick up on different people's, like, tones and dialects much better now. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, they can hear you across the room, like most of the yeah. time. I mean, look, advertisements have been doing that forever now, mm-hmm. where they they listen to what you keywords mm-hmm. you say, and then suddenly something you were talking about pops up as an ad. And oh, so yeah. That's kind of crazy. But you're right. Yeah, it's it's very much improved. So let's figure out what do we want to do. Let let's see how it'll help with homework first. So let's come up with an easy like topic to say. Hey, write me a paper on something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ask it to write you an essay. Uh, Shaps, help me pick a subject term real quick. Oh, sure. Um. What if Walt Disney? Are we going to ask it to do something like no historical, no. like write an essay or Walt? Yeah, what if Walt Disney? Not um, like a what sta- if, just like write an essay about yeah. Okay, history of Walt, Walt Disney. Disney's time in the army. Okay, perfect. That's a great one. I know nothing about that subject matter. Let's see what Chat GPT is able to do. That all right? Write me a five paragraph essay about Walt Disney's time in the army. All right, it's generating results now. Okay. Let's see how long it takes. So it's been like I want to see if it gets confused with a Walt Disney company. If that makes sense. Okay. No, it started off as Walt Disney. Okay. Well, I, I typed in Walt Disney. No, so. I'm saying I want to see if it gets confused. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we'll see. Because he, hey, if you're specific, I, I think mean, it picks up on it for you. It just... Well, it's on the last paragraph already. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was been like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, 
All right, now, now you're gonna make me read through all this. Just read the. Just read like summary. Fir- Summarize. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll read like the first. Yeah, read paragraph. the first paragraph. <laughs> Walt Disney, the creator of iconic anime characters such as Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, had a brief stint in the United States Army during World War One. Despite Despite being just 16 years old at the time, he was eager to serve his country and began working as an ambulance driver for the American Red Cross in France. Disney's time in the Army proved to be a formidable experience for him. He was exposed to the harsh realities of war and witnessed the suffering and sacrifice of the soldiers he was working alongside. This experience would go on to inform much of his later work, particularly in his depictions of war and military life in films such as Victory Through Air Power and The Fighting Civilians. And I'm just going to skip down. In conclusion... Walt Disney's time in the Army was a crucial period for his life that helped shape the worldview and artistic sensibilities. His experiences during the war, both positive and negative, informed much of his later work and helped him develop in the discipline and attention to detail that would make him one of the most successful animators and filmmakers of all time. Despite his achievements, Disney never forgot the sacrifices made by the soldiers he had served alongside and remained grateful for the lessons he had learned during his time in the Army. Oh my gosh, that wow. is crazy. Okay, let me tell you, right off the bat, I so much struggled with opening my essays in high school and in college. And, and concluding them. Like, yeah. you like your opening paragraph. Yes, that was brilliant. If I was a teacher grading my paper, I'd be like, man, that was fantastic. Like, and the thing is, like, when I was in college, you know, like, professors had, like, their AI, I mean, not AI, they had their uh, plagiarism search tools that would, like, just scan the internet. Mm-hmm. But, like... They're not going to really pick find your GPT results. No. No, they're not. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> no. You know? Um, I mean, I wouldn't risk it. But... They have to, like, develop literally a counter AI to detect AI. Funny about that. I think Adobe actually has been working on AI to determine if a photo has been Photoshopped. I think that's actually what it's going to come down to. I don't think yeah. this will be very useful for very long. Right. I think, like, people are going to abuse this to the point where schools commission literally someone or a company or the government to develop an, or an AI mm-hmm. to literally counter all of this from happening. Like it can somehow, I don't know how yeah. that would work. Yeah. I mean, it's not like colleges work at the, not much these days anyway. <laughs> That's another subject that we will get into probably on another episode. Oh, well. And I'm glad Matt's here for it because it's a very important discussion I want to have. <laughs> but yeah, okay. To me, that is crazy. And I, I think you're right because eventually, I don't think it's going to be useful for very long, Yeah, but kids... Young adults my age or, or below trying to go to college. Guys, <laughs> this is life-changing stuff here. Like, it's crazy how it wrote such a good paper. And, uh, okay, re- read me again what you put in just this initial prompt. Write a five-paragraph essay about Walt Disney's time in the Army. And that's all it needed, and it just went <clears throat> to town. And it, it put in, like, how it influenced his work and all yeah. this other stuff. I mean, it is very short. There's not, like, a lot of details in no, there. No, no, no. But... It did, actually. I don't know. I mean, that's a... You probably skipped a lot, but it did actually miss a very human part of that story. He used to draw little cartoons on his vehicle. Um, I don't know if it says. Oh, actually, it's in this paragraph. Of course, please read that to me. Uh, During his time in the army, Disney also honed his artistic skills. He often sketched his fellow soldiers and even created a cartoon mascot for his ambulance unit named Tommy. Mm -hmm. So that was in the one of the paragraphs I skipped. Yeah, that is insane. I figured it was in there somewhere. That is insane, bro. That's crazy. it did all the work for me looking even up the details. Like, even if like you don't use it word for word, it gives you a pretty good idea of how to start this essay yeah. or where it needs to look. What it needs yeah, to look I like. mean, if you're gonna if you're a good person, because I wouldn't be, I would like write <laughs> write me the whole ten page paper. But like, if you're a good person where it does the research for you and you just kind of use it as a reference, that's uh-huh. awesome. But oh, yeah. oh my gosh, if this came out when I was eighteen, bro, oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, how I would have just. I mean, I didn't even Google search though if like everything the 
AI said was real or not. That's another thing. Uh, make sure you kind of proofread your stuff before you turn it in and be like, you know, this if, is okay, actually... but if you know if like your morality is so low that you're going to use GPT to write everything for you, I don't think you're going to take the time to fact check everything. I agree because you probably didn't take the fa- time to fact check for your own paper. If that makes yeah. sense. I don't know. You sound chaps. You sound like you know a lot about Walt Disney. Was it correct? Uh, yeah, most of that absolutely. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I specifically picked a story I knew. Yeah, um, that's, that's awesome, and it it almost read your mind. It just pulled all the stuff you were wanting to put in there. No, exactly. <laughs> um, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can we also talk more about the morality <laughs> aspect of it too? Did we or the ethical part? Yeah, like, we kind of already touched on that. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm actually terrified what you're talking about. How it's able to f- almost, in a sense, fabricate evidence. That's crazy to me. Oh yeah. I am shocked. Like you're right, because like the the it can pull up a voice recording. If I'm in an argument with somebody and they just like fabricate a voice recording, where I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. Well, imagine if I use like Mid Journey or like Dolly Image Generation to like make like a crime scene with you you in it. Just yeah, it. exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, a really good Photoshop artist could do that too, but but that know. that takes work for on the photoshopist yeah. and like on this where you just type in a prompt and it just and then i added the voice recording a fake voice recording of you like doing it yeah. i will say the ai art is a little ways off i think um gpt is way further than ai yeah. art is right now yeah. because you can pretty much there's always like an animated substance usually when it comes to like ai art right now it's getting to the point where it can be hyper realistic but you know a trained eye can easily tell the difference but when it comes to like voice record like voice modulation mm-hmm. like that thing that stuff's scary like you actually have to know your stuff in order to depict um what the difference is and here's the thing we live in prime cancel culture right now yeah like it doesn't even have to be anything super incriminating it can literally just be something like kanye west saying i love hitler yeah that was totally ai but right? he really did but... yeah <laughs> or were they using chat gpt to hey, do so he had a, he had a mask on the entire yeah, time yeah he didn't show his face yeah hey look conspiracy if all the conspiracy theorists that listen to this podcast maybe you were right this whole time okay. <laughs> maybe but, um, but you're right like what what if like someday like someone puts up footage of me be like yeah i love hitler like you know something crazy i think the funniest thing is though is that uh all the ai models of joe biden sound better than joe biden <laughs> well yeah they sound like he's not freaking stoned on <laughs> all right let's not go into politics um anyway though yeah we talk about ethics and stuff uh, but i mean also the other fear is like coming for our jobs hmm. like, do you have any thoughts on that well my job i work kind of like security type stuff so i am actually not worried about that because unless they actually build robots with the AI in there to where they can react to situations. Just make a Terminator. Well, yeah, exactly. That's never going to happen. So I'm not, well, at least not in my lifetime, I don't think. I mean, obviously, if there's a breakthrough in like robotics. Oh, but... I disagree 100%. Really? I mean, I've seen they're already um, exper- they've, they've been experimenting with like military um, AI. I mean, have you seen uh, Boston Dynamics? I have not. Dude, Boston Dynamics? They, their robots can dance and do parkour. And, you know, there was a video I saw the other day. Of, <laughs> well, like, I'm screwed. <laughs> video the other day of like Lily. I don't know if it was Boston Dynamics, but then Lily giving all those androids a gun. Uh-huh. Why do we need to arm these things? Like, oh, they're not going to be our downfall. Let's give them guns. Bro, Let's give them. Those are in some... movies, bro. I am not worried about that at all. And the only um, in the movies does Skynet take over and want to destroy Caleb, humanity. I, I admire. I watched. Optimism. I watched Age of Ultron like you did, and that is not real. Like, it's just, I'm sorry. Like, it's a movie, bro. <laughs> James okay, Spader. They're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, James Spader. Here's Spader. the thing. That's the difference between the movies and real life. Mm-hmm. They're not going to talk. They're not going to give little funny quips. They're just going to kill you and be done with <laughs> okay, it. Okay, <laughs> Terminator had that they, where they didn't talk unless they were Arnold. 
but yeah no anyway okay so i in my in my opinion i'm not worried about my job y'all clearly are so that's funny oh i'm um, not at all yeah i'm not but i don't really know what you do yeah um i'm in the production field so like online broadcasting and i'm a producer so like i coordinate a bunch of people i'm coordinating a bunch of technology and not saying it's impossible but not in my lifetime will they find like an ai that can just coordinate humans as well as a producer not saying i'm a great at it but like a, a coordinate um people as well as a producer can currently yeah uh you can coordinate ai a certain way you know coordinate but like if it's humans on top of humans then not really yeah um at least not now yeah i think with chat gpt more people before chat gpt i think People thought like AI was going to come for more of the blue collar yeah. kind of work jobs, but yeah. now it's kind of flipped. More of the white collar workers are more scared of it because, uh, so like I said earlier, like I kind of work at like some, I, got, I, I do like Python programming and software, and I kind of script some of my own basic ML models, but I can actually use ChatGPT to write code for me. Yeah. So like it'll give me like clean, well, I mean, I did basic stuff, nothing crazy, but it'll give me like some clean Python code, or you guys get to write C for you. Mm. I've seen people like <clears throat> put in their code into ChatGPT and say, "Hey, find the bug for me and right. fix it." Goodness. Um, okay, Matt, you also do editing at our church. That so me and Matt go to the same church, but he he's in production and he. I'm in media, so yeah. So oh yeah, so we did talk about the art stuff. Right. I you kind of say like I don't do art for a living, but I do photography. Yeah. So, uh, seeing some of the photography stuff, that because I don't do that for a living, none of that has kind of quite scared me because mm -hmm. um, I just like I said it's a hobby I do it for myself yeah uh, I have seen like lots of like the photorealistic landscapes and stuff made by mid-journey yeah but can we talk about how you have been able to speed up process of editing photos well I'm well I'm very early in that stage mm -hmm. um, so I like even though I like photography my weak side is photo editing yeah because at the church, they'll just dump me, like, 1,200 photos, yeah. and then, like, I got to go through, like, all of those. Yeah, see, I'm always waiting for Matt after church so we can go eat, and he has to edit, again, 1,200 photos. Like, And he's doing it real fast, you know? He is quick at his job, you know yeah. what I mean? He, he says it's on his weaker side, but he actually does really good work, you know? Yeah, so um, I actually had this idea, like, so we use Adobe Lightroom, and everything's based on just, like, you know, your basic sliders, like exposure, contrast, colors, tones, and all that. I was kind of thinking, like, I wonder if I can build an AI to, like, do the photo editing for me, because why not? So I did do some basic modeling earlier, and it does seem promising, where I just read in some images. And also, again, like, there's, not to go too into detail, but this is going to fall under the supervised learning of AI machine learning, meaning that you have to feed it existing data. Yeah. So I've been taking a lot of the photos from the church, and also like the Adobe Lightroom edit settings. <clears throat> that way the model will look at the photo and like the edits that was applied to mm -hmm. it. And so far it's been kind of promising right now. It's been getting like 80-ish percent accurate on really? the edit. I, I hope we don't, I don't want us to go on too long on it. Yeah, no, this is like a whole big yeah. crash course. No. Um, yeah, I mean. People weren't here for the laughs. <laughs> well, no. I, Let's I, talk about dating again. Yeah, no, I'm worried, I'm worried about y'all using big terms that it just our audience yeah. is going to tune out. So, um, no. We're too, we're too big brain, apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I kind of do this in my day job, so it's kind of coming more naturally to me. Um, it's not what I eventually set out to go do. I actually 
got my degree in electrical engineering and then they just kind of stuck me here. And I was yeah. like, I kind of like it. So no, that's good. Um, and whole nother topic now about talking about <laughs> doing something you enjoy. Um, yeah. So can you have it write me a poem real quick? I'm kind of curious and then we can move on to the soda section cause we're almost out of time. Actually, actually we did pretty good on this one. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, I wanted to see write a poem about. I'm kind of curious, and this might say a lot about me. I do apologize, audience. Write me a poem about depression. And All right, everyone. The but sun is there. <laughs> Wait, and the depression sun or in the sun? Yeah, and, and sunlight. Depression. Does that make sense? Sunlight. Like something with the sun and then tidying. So write a poem about depression and sunlight. Yeah, and like kind of trying to find a way to. But is there like a style? Like you can ask it like in the oh. style of. I don't know about poetry like that. Then um, what are those? What are those Japanese poems? Uh, haiku? Haikus. Yeah, haiku. Do a haiku. Let's do that. Write a haiku about depression and sunlight. <laughs> that <laughs> yes. sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear this. <laughs> I'm not good at spelling haiku. Haiku. <laughs> haiku from Samurai Jack. He'll <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. <clears throat> An haiku poem. Yeah, and you can take time to Google stuff. All right, heavy heart and dark. Sunlight pierces through the clouds. Hope blooms with each ray. That's the whole thing. That's the, that's a haiku. Well, yeah, it's very short. But uh, haikus yeah, are. Like, I want a long one. That was good. I was on the edge of my seat, and now it's over. Haikus are five seven five syllables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that was really good though. Holy cow! That was very. Pretty. No, so I mean, again, I've been using ChatGPT more for memes. So like, <laughs> okay, I mean, I showed you about uh, recite the Book of Job in the style of Dr. Seuss. Let's try a son- let's do a sonnet. Do the same thing, but with a sonnet. Unless chaps, you have a better idea for like what kind of poem. He shook his head no at me, so I guess. So about the same thing about depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, but now I want like a longer one. That was pretty good. Long haiku. <laughs> <laughs> longer, right? <laughs> That's not haiku. <laughs> do it. <laughs> just... All right, just writing. Okay. <laughs> It's got a lot of work cut out for it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not an easy person to please. <laughs> I mean, how long is a sonnet got to be? These were so specific. We'll figure this out. I don't know. So far, it's like when it's fourth. Okay, it's done. Okay. All right. Let's see. In the days of sorrow, when the heart is dim, and every thought weighs heavy on the soul, when all seems lost, with no light to win, the sun's warm rays can help to make us whole. For though depression can be a crushing weight, the sunlight brings a glimmer of relief, a ray of hope to help alleviate. The pain and suffering that brings us grief. With each new dawn, the sun brings to rise and casts its light upon the troubled mind, dispelling darkness with its warm surprise and bringing solace to the soul to find. So though depression may seem a constant trial, the sunlight brings a hope that can beguile. <laughs> oh God, yeah. take beautiful. me. <laughs> Dude, how many women do you think are going to fall in love with AI in like the next two years? I mean, have you seen that movie Her with, yeah, yeah, with Joaquin yeah, Phoenix? Because, oh wow, that gosh, was beautiful. Dude. Or like half the population of Japan right now. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, South Park last night had an episode about this, and it was how uh, Stan was trying to, his girlfriend was getting on to him for not giving him big responses and being more communicative and in touch with his emotions, so he's using ChatGPT to respond back to her. You should use ChatGPT for your online dating matches. I know, right? <laughs> Just see <with> it. <laughs> uh, I would never do that. I want my personality to come through, but you're right, though. Like, if you're ever just, like, on maintenance mode, you're like, man, this guy's high maintenance, so I'll just have ChatGPT do the work for me. That's hilarious. That's fine. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, I'm excited about the next portion of this show. Yep. 
How do you yeah. feel, Matt? This is the first time you're about to try Wait. a soda with us. Oh yeah, I was like forgot about that when I was coming back. <laughs> well, what do you what do you think? Are you excited about this soda? Uh, Are you a big soda drinker? Because Shaps hates soda, and I keep putting it on the show for him to drink. <laughs> <laughs> These days, not much. Really? No. Okay. Um, I mean, every occasionally, like I'll crave a Dr Pepper, but yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, I love soda. Anytime soda does a very new flavor or a twist on something, with the exception of the last episode where we did the peeps, which was phenomenal, uh, I will say, like, every new flavor I've tried, we're like, here's our new thing. I don't like it, if I'm being honest with you. I never enjoy it. I miss the Coke Starlight, though. Dude, Starlight was freaking awesome. You're right. Um, so maybe every now and then they do release a good flavor that I actually enjoy. I will say, though, in general, no, not at all. Um, but those peeps, though. I, I, actually, I don't see the peeps around anymore. Did you take them all? Uh, I drink them all, bro. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> so good. And it's weird. Uh, th- this is where like being a critic is hard because like you like something that not everyone else likes. Yeah. So I was sitting here like, bro, this soda's delicious, and everyone else is trying like, oh, you know, it's okay. And I was like, are you insane? Wait, really? Even I liked it. Exactly. That, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I guess just everyone's different. That's what, that comes with being a critic. Like people, some people really like something that you hate, and vice versa. Dude, I loved Peeps. But anyway, so we already talked about the can. The advertisement is like it's the next best thing. It's the ne- it's Boulder. It's okay. like Coke, but Boulder. And I just don't know if I agree with that. And every time I say Boulder, I just think about the, the Boulder. Rock. Yeah, I think about the Rock. <laughs> like a Boulder. So I can't wait to try this Rock soda. So all right, I guess in unison, let's try to open this all together. Three, two, one. Synchronize. I do appreciate how I try to talk up leading to opening a can, and you just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it smells nice. All right, so let's talk about the smell real quick. I don't know. To me, it kind of still... I don't have a good sense of smell. So it has a candy smell. Yeah, yeah I it would smells say sweet. it almost smells like the peeps from last time. You know? I don't know. Let me try again. Yeah. Now, the last one tastes like Starburst. I don't know what this one's going to taste like. We try it? Yeah. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Cheers, lads. Mm. So we talked earlier about how this came up on Valentine's Day. This tastes like Valentine's Day. Um, Shaps, have you been working out? Because um, I, I suddenly feel a draw to you that I've never felt before. Is this the transformation funny. happening? <laughs> <laughs> Something's moving, it's I'll tell funny, you what. It's funny you say that. Uh, suddenly, you know, actually, oh my gosh, I am very attractive. I just realized. I know, right? <laughs> right now that you mention it, yeah. it makes me think of those, like, terrible Valentine's heart candies. You don't like those? I don't oh, like chalky ones? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't like eating chalk, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. No, uh, it's not the flavor. It's just the chalk. Yeah, you're right. It's just capitalism, man, trying to you know force its way into our personal lives. This is our most political episode we've ever done. I'm just not gonna lie to you. Okay, well, you haven't even got me started. <laughs> right. No. Uh, okay, Matt, you took another sip. What do you think? Uh, like I said, it kind of does taste like those uh, Valentine heart candies, but like oh, you were saying it tastes like the candy. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it tastes like. In fact, I'm done. <laughs> No, like I, I mean, say, you, you took a sip, and but because I'm not chewing, I'm not gargling chalk. Uh, You're okay with it. I'm actually okay because it's not the flavor that bothers me. Yeah. It's just as a soda, it's fine. Would I buy it again? Probably not. You didn't buy it the first time. <laughs> Would I ever buy it then? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Matt, can you do me the biggest favor? Can you ask Chat GPT to rate Coke Move? I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, actually. I know. That's why you're my co-host. Let's hear this. <laughs> Well, let's see. The model only goes back to like 2019, I think. Oh, so it can't do very recent stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can ask another. I can ask the Bing AI. Let's do that. Ask Bing AI to rate Coke Move. 
Should I do like on a scale of one to ten? No, I want an in-depth review. <laughs> uh, pour it in your docs so it can actually taste it. <laughs> what does this taste like? It tastes like I'm dying. <laughs> Give us a second as we work through this rigorous process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've had a great conversation today, though, so far. What do you think, Shabs? Oh, uh, sure. I mean, I think every conversation is pretty great when, it, when it's with when it's with my best friends. Uh, I, don't, I like how you hesitated saying I'm your best friend. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to look. I was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. this is the best I got. <laughs> as soon as you made eye contact, I saw the regret in your eyes. <laughs> I didn't drink as much move as you did. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm almost down with this can. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. No, are I'm, you still working on that, Matt? Oh no, actually, ChatGPT got me one. Oh, okay. Well, Sweet. Let's do it. So it has like its default, like as an AI language model, I can't do this, but I can provide a general overview of the flavor and what people said about it. Coca-Cola Move is a limited edition flavor that was released in Japan in 2020. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was that old. Wow. Me neither. It is marketed as a drink that's specifically designed to be consumed before or during exercise with ingredients such as branch chain amino acid and caffeine right, wait is so this they, the same thing they wanted you think... to no they wanted you to drink it and move around i don't think this is the oh, same no thing. that's the wrong one <clears throat> we're doing it wrong use yeah. the yeah try again i'm so sorry audience i'm keeping this in though because that was funny let's uh, use the bing ai <laughs> we'll see yeah let's do that uh I'm about to say what, what okay of... no okay so because bing actually can search the internet this one's a little different so Bing Chat AI says Coca-Cola Move is a limited edition flavor that was launched in February 2023 in collaboration with Spanish singer Rosalia. I don't know if I'm still saying that right. Rosalia? It's probably Rosalia. Oh. But go ahead. Oh, it actually gives you like footnotes to click on really? where it gets the results. That's, That's actually cool. kind of cool. Oh, it is described as a fusion of flavors that includes vanilla, coconut, and a hint of spice. Some people have tried to say it tastes like coconut, vanilla, pineapple, strawberry, or even rum and Coke. The reviews are mixed, with some liking it and others finding it too sweet or artificial. Every Coke ever. You said they find it too sweet and artificial? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's what it tastes like. Yeah, I would never... I did buy it. Of course, um, like... Matt went for another sip. He's, he's, I mean, I'm going to keep drinking it. Yeah. What are you uh, going to say, Chaps? I was just like, that. that's... That's literally all Coke. It's all artificial. It's all artificial. It's all too yeah, sweet. You're right. I don't understand what criticism is that. <laughs> That's why my favorite sodas. This soda them. is too soda for me. <laughs> I mean, I, I said I don't drink much soda, but my favorite one is the pure sugar Dr. Pepper that mm. comes in the glass bottle. Do you like that, Shaps? That the one he just described? Um, Pure sugar. I don't know if I've tried that. I've tried it. I don't think it's that great. I've heard everyone love it. I think some people can like actually taste like a difference in the aspartame mm-hmm. or whatever artificial sweeteners i and can't i really can't so like I, you're saying it's pure like there's no added um it's not aspartame it's okay. like just pure sugar sweetness i would try that i mean like, it's my favorite Dr. again it's my favorite soda i tend to stay away from a lot of sugar altogether but i'm willing to try little things like that well, i was gonna say chefs i'm surprised you haven't tried that yet because it's it's been around for years now okay you know wait i think before covid like it's been a thing now you know gotcha. so i'm surprised you haven't tried it yet uh, I will ask Caleb next item we try. Can it not be a soda? <laughs> I'll do my best. You know, um, Hidden Valley Ranch just debuted an ice cream for National Ranch Day, and I wanted to try it, but I couldn't find it. Don't dude, give me that, that look, man. I see that look you're dude, giving me. Dude, that would go great with the hot Cheetos mac and cheese. That would not. That's not talking about. It's <laughs> I, okay, amazing. Hot Cheetos mac and cheese and with, ice cream with ranch ice cream. Okay, it's different. Ice cream. Like, do you imagine the the fighting going on in my mouth when that's going on? Yeah, it's gonna be an epic war, like gladiators versus the Persians, dude. It's gonna be amazing. I don't agree with you at all. 
All right, well, I guess I'll have to see. Audience, what what do you think? What do you want to see? Leave a comment down below. Yes. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. <laughs> <laughs> Our revenue from go from zero to zero. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. If we ever get a sponsor, I feel like I'm going to give a freebie to the first couple of people that sponsor us. Just because I want to, I want to have an ad. I really would love to hear an ad with my voice in it. Honestly, so. you can give me a dollar. <laughs> this video oh, is sponsored by Matt. Here's you give me a whole thing. For any advertisers listening out, we will sell out like completely. 100%. Oh, 100%. I promise you. <laughs> we will wear your merch every day if we have to. Well, guys, I think it's been a great episode. And I think ChatGPT agrees. Actually, Matt, ask it real quick. Was this podcast episode a good one? I don't think it'll. Or how about, no, no. Ask it, or ask it to create an outro for us. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, what was the question? Create an, an outro for an a outro for our show. Oh, yeah, Matt. Okay, Matt's going to close this out with this really good, funded by ChatGPT. ChatGPT. <laughs> um, I will say before we do that, guys, we had a great uh, episode today, and I'm excited for the next one. I think we're going to keep Matt around for one more and try to explore some of the goofier aspects of ChatGPT. We also have a Q&A coming up. So start thinking about questions that you want to ask me in chaps. Uh, we're going to open it up to Instagram. Type it in the comments. Like, ask us anything. And I, I'm being real with you guys. If you want to, if you want to ask anything, we'll answer it. Um, we'll answer everything. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can tone down some of the goofier questions if it's like you know got language in it. But just start thinking about questions to ask us, and we'll we'll answer them. And like some of y'all like try to comment and delete comments, but I, I encourage y'all to if I see it, I'm going to screenshot it. and We're going to do it. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Matt, did it finish? Uh, sorry, I had I put it in a typo. Hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, quick, put in chat GBT to write your question correctly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just Q&A coming up. I'm excited about that. So just start thinking about questions. And then uh, next episode, we'll open it up to comments, questions, concerns. I'm also going to open it up to my Instagram. Chaps, I would hope you would do the same, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. I have an Instagram. Yeah. I should. Don't we don't have Twitter though. We discussed that in no depth Twitter. last time. No Twitter. Maybe Sorry, I won't I use this for my paper. Sorry, <laughs> I can't spell. He, you know what's funny about the Dizzy thing? Uh-huh. I actually wrote. I had to write an essay about it. That's why I asked it um, a long time ago. Well, if Chat GPT was around, you wouldn't have had to. Honestly, I became an engineer because I didn't like writing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like to delete, not to read. I actually like writing. All right, so you're ready for Chat GPT's guys? Outro? We have a great episode. It's been a great one. Say bye, Shaps. Bye. Bye, guys. Matt, take it away. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of today's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed bringing this topic to you. If you found today's content valuable, please consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a review. Your feedback means a lot to us and helps us improve our content. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on our website or social media channels. We love hearing from our listeners and incorporating ideas to our future episodes. Until next time, stay curious and keep learning. We'll be back soon for more exciting and thought-provoking content. Thanks for tuning in.